This is a download from the Wireless Theatre Company. Good morning, we're looking to buy a car. Nothing too pricey, just a run around for town. Well, you've certainly come to the right place. We have several attractive deals for smaller cars going at the moment. Good, good. Oh, by the way, this is my wife, Marion. Hello, I'm Dave. Hello. It will be mostly me driving the car, so I don't want anything too complicated, because I'm a woman. It's a woman. Hmm. Well, not a problem. Take this one, for example. Air conditioning, CD player, and a handy luggage net for the shopping. Oh, that's very thoughtful. Can we have a sit inside? Oh, certainly, Marion. May I have to get you behind the wheel? Well, this is cosy, isn't it? The three of us, in here. Uh, yes, it is. Now, notice how the gear stick is positioned ergonomically... Dave, actually, we've told a little white lie. Oh? Yes, we're not really here to buy a car. Oh, are you sure? Yes. Well, it's a nice car. Yes, it is. It's my husband, you see. He fancies you. He does? Yes, he does. You do? I do. Well, I'm... I'm flattered. You are? Well, yes, but, uh... Good, good. I don't think ultimately... Rest easy, Dave. Another little white lie. Oh. Actually, it's my wife who fancies you. I do. Right. We just had to make sure that you were the right guy for her. Make sure you weren't a uh, homophobic. So what do you think, Dave? Do you fancy me? Well, well show him the goods, Marion. There. What do you think of that? Oh, f- fantastic. About Say no more. Go on. Have a feel, just to make sure. Oh. Mm. oh I, sh- I probably shouldn't, you know. I... Well done, Dave. You passed the test. I did. Another little white lie, Dave. Actually, we're from Regional Head Office Quality Control. Here to check up on the retail side of things. You're kidding. No way, not kidding. I'm pleased to say that you did just fine, Dave. You could have pushed for the sale a little more, but nevertheless, a great performance. Well, I am chuffed. Yeah. But I should come clean. Bob, Marion... I'm afraid I'm guilty of a little white lie, too. You are? I am. I'm not a salesperson. I've been sent from corporate head office to check up on our regional quality control checkers. You have? No kidding. I'm pleased to say, though, you've done a great job. Maybe a little too much with the topless thing, but a sterling effort nonetheless. Oh, blow me down. <laughs> and what's more, I'd like to introduce my wife, Susan. Hello. Oh, hi. How are you? Very well, thanks. Oh, all right, all right. Enough's enough. I've, I have come to buy a car. I worked out this little ruse to test you. Make sure you knew your stuff. Oh, I see. Mm, Good one. Mm, yes, of course. So, uh, well, which car are you going to get? Um, well, this one seems nice. What do you think? I'm, I'm sure it's fine. I don't know. I can't drive. What? How can a salesman not drive? Oh, I'm not a salesman. I'm just here waiting for the rain to stop. Oh, Susan? Will you sell me the car? No. I was just out looking for a dog to walk. Phew, just as well. I don't have any money. I was trying to bluff it out. Hey, you! What are you doing in my car? Get out now! Right. Um, you could probably do your top up now. Hello there, and welcome to the Coincidence Clinic. My name's Paul. So's mine. Marvellous. I'm having trouble with my perspective on life. Confusing, isn't it? Me too. Most definitely. I've been finding it troublesome for... Just over a year? Yes, how did you know? It's the same for me, Paul. 
Well, I was just hoping you could prescribe some kind of medicine. Mm, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was hoping I could take one in the morning before work and then one before bed. Exactly what I recommend. I know how you feel. I'm not very good with remembering to take medication either. <laughs> annoying, isn't it? But not as annoying as when you're trying to fill out a prescription and you're unable to find a pen. Well, I usually keep a spare one in my... Shirt pocket, as do I. Is that a Parker pen? It certainly is. I can't imagine writing with anything else. I've loved it ever since my dad gave it to me on my... Twelfth birthday? Yes. Hey, wait a minute. That's my memory. Well, yes, but it's mine as well. Sure, but now you're just taking the specialness out of my life. I think you'll find you are. Doctor, you're making me feel awkward now. Oh, and especially with that fish in your pocket? I don't have a fish in my pocket. Exactly. Neither do I. That's how coincidences work. See? No fish. I wouldn't be concerned about it at all. Ah, so you're saying there are coincidences in things we don't have in common. Precisely, Paul. For example, my auntie's cat is not called Jeremy. Well, neither is my auntie's. And there you have it. Now, with all the coincidences like that one sloshing around, it's really not so surprising that some of them have ended up in the positive coincidence side. He's called Trevor. So is my auntie's. Now, do you see how that works? Well, that's just marvellous, Doctor. There you go. Now, these pills should calm you down and give you time to ponder life's little... Foibles? If you like. I was going to say coincidences, but uh, what were the chances you'd know that? After all, I'm the Doctor. That sounds great. Let me hear it. I, I don't know. Oh, no, go on, please. I missed it because I was at the bar getting around it. Yeah, but it won't be as funny the second time around. But I haven't heard it yet. Come on, please tell me this masterwork of modern comedy. Well, all right, then. Thanks. <gasps> a man walks into a bar. Yes? Here it comes. Don't leave us hanging. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure why everyone's laughing so much. It's a funny joke. Damn funny joke. With all the elements of a classic. But it is a classic. No, thank you. No, literally. I mean, it's been told for as long as I can remember. I must have heard that joke a thousand times from as far back as the school playground. Oh, come on now. Take it easy. If you didn't get the joke... Well, no, I got the joke. I just didn't get the rambunctious laughter that followed it. It's funny. Yes, it is, but you're acting as if you haven't heard it before. I don't think any of us has. I certainly haven't. Me neither. You're kidding. That joke's been around for some time. I've heard some crackers in my time. Have you? Have you, though? Because to me, that joke is Comedy 101, and you obviously didn't pass. Well, I'm sure there are jokes in the world that you haven't heard before, Mr. I'm the bloody king of bloody comedy. It was a funny joke, and we laughed. What's your problem? Yeah, come on. Cut the guy some slack. I only heard it last week. Fine. 
I just can't believe that none of you have heard arguably the oldest and possibly most dated joke around. Well, we assure you, we just heard it tonight and it's a belter, don't you think? A belter? It's quite clever, yes, but I don't think I've ever considered it as amazing as you're making it out to be. So clever, though. Is it, Louise? Satirical. Satirical? Yes, politically. The man is George Bush's America, and the bar is war-torn Iraq. <laughs> yes, socially. The man is our streets, and the bar is a gang of hoodlums. I think you're reading too much into it. Or a comment on the times we live in. The man is clearly computer illiterate, and the bar is the internet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Except it's not. The man is a man, the bar is a bar. The man walks into the bar. Ouch! What's so funny about a man walking into a literal bar? I don't believe this. You think the man is walking into a bar, a public bar, like this. There's your setup. But he's actually walking into a metal bar. <laughs> There's your punchline. Why would he do that? It's a matter. The joke isn't the man actually walking into the bar. The joke is that you assume it's one thing, but with a single use of the word ouch, you discover that it's another. That your assumption was wrong. I, I can't believe I'm explaining this to you. I must say, Martin, that's not what I took away from it. Uh, but don't you see? It turns the conventions of comedy on their head. It turns the conventions? Eh, now who's reading too much into it? No, 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 no. That's how the joke works. That's how it's always worked. There's no underlying commentary, political or otherwise. There's no statement about life. Well, then what is the joke actually about? A fucking man walking into a fucking bar! Just let's all interpret the joke in whichever way makes us laugh. This is ridiculous. I'm leaving. Oh, Larry, what was that thing you say? Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, Martin. See you later, alligator. <laughs> So degrading, so humiliating. Please, I'm so horny. Oh, fine. All right. You want the costume and everything? Yes. Fine, I'll do it. But only because I love you. It really makes me feel weird. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. Please hurry, I'm ready. Miss Baker, I see you have filed a Form B-35, a request for assessment of liquidity on a biannual basis. Yes, yes, say the words. Unfortunately, seeing as we have no previous records for you preceding the current fiscal year, we'll need yes. you to submit yes. a Form 68B, mm -hmm. Section 2, describing your current status. Okay. Miss Baker, you are a very naughty oh, yes, woman. Yes, I am. I am. 
Um, As you have failed to submit to the tax office a change of status form 37C and may be liable to incur fines not uh-huh. less than £300 sterling uh-huh. unless we hear from you within 14 days of okay. receipt of this verbal notice. Oh, yes. Oh, God, yes. I'll do it. Oh, verbal notice. Oh! So, Mrs. Masters. Miss. Excuse me, Miss. Now let's go over this one more time for my colleague and I. Where were you between the hours of 6pm and 7pm on Wednesday evening? I was leaving a possible site for my new sewing business. A possible site for your new sewing business, you say? Is this site, the possible location for your new business venture, based in a seedy area of London's East End? Well, I wouldn't refer to it as seedy. Answer the question! Yes, it is located in the East End. London's seedy East End. Leave it. Excuse me, I'm not really sure why this is... Necessary? Oh, it's all necessary, Mrs Masters. Miss. Miss, my apologies again. It's just that sometimes we get a little confused with the facts. And when we get confused, facts come out muddled, hazy. It happens to the best of us, doesn't it, Mrs Masters? I suppose so. So, there's nothing you wish to change? Wish to change? Don't play dumb with us, Masters. Mrs. Miss. Now who's confused? We've had a little look through this, and we've discovered, ooh, quite a little discrepancy. A discrepancy? What are you, a bleeding parrot? Leave it. I really don't know what you could be talking about. I'll bet you bleeding don't. Not now, Leave it. But, but, sir... This isn't the time or the place. Now, you just leave it. Now, Miss Masters... Which street specifically did you leave on Wednesday evening? Newter Street, as it says there. Of course you did, my love. Newter Street. Well, 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 you see, we had a little look into this area and we made quite a little discovery. In this document I have in front of me, you claimed that 27 Newter Street was the property that you were looking at. But the street only has 25 properties in it. Yeah! <laughs> we gotcha! Twenty-one. Excuse me? Twenty-one, Newter Street? What are you banging on about? I do apologise. My ones seem to look like sevens. That's a one. It's twenty-one, Newter Street, not twenty-seven. Ooh. Ah. Oh, I see. Uh, we do apologise. Me and my bloody handwriting. Well, in that case, Mrs Masters, everything else checks out and the bank will be more than happy to grant you the loan. Thank you very much. Mr. Berry, is it? I'm Mr. Hoskins. Oh, hello there. Um, how do you do? Uh, this is my mother, June. Hello there. Hello, Mrs. Berry. And allow me to introduce my own mother, Betty. So nice to meet you. So, good journey here? Um, not bad, was it, Mother? We came up on the A3. And mother suggested we go through town, but I told her it probably wouldn't work. Well, you didn't try it, so we'll never know. So, uh, I thought I should tell you that you've been shortlisted as one of the top Ten finalists for this position. Oh, you see, dear, I told you you'd do well. Are we such a good boy? Mum, well, um, that's good to hear. There are, however, some concerns about your lack of experience. What 
qualities do you think you have to offer for this position? Oh, well, Frankie's a very good boy. He's never one of those boys to give his mother any trouble. Always helpful he was. And he's very kind and considerate to other boys. Mum? Yes, um, well, as my mother said, I can be quite helpful and considerate. Uh, I'm an all-round team player, really. That is nice. Reggie never had any playmates when he was little. Oh. Mother! Yeah. Well, uh, that's good. A team player mentality is exactly what we're looking for. And what now would you say are your weaknesses? Hmm. Uh, well, sometimes I set my goals too high. Oh, no, you don't, dear. What goals? Honestly, you should see him on a Saturday morning, still in bed, reading his uh, magazines. Oh, that's just like my Reggie, always in bed. I'll tell you, but as soon as I pull that bacon on, woof, he's on like a shot. Oh, well, they all like a bacon Good. So, you're an overachiever who likes to relax on his days off. Exactly. And can I ask you why you left your last job? Well, um, I felt uh, that it was no longer challenging for me, that I had achieved all my goals. Well, don't forget to tell him about the Christmas party. Mum, I don't think No, that... don't be embarrassed. <sighs> the boss's wife was all over him at the last <sighs> Christmas party, and it wasn't his fault... She just simply couldn't resist my boy. Takes after his father, he does. Oh, mine's the same. I tell you what, I can't even take him shopping anymore. The looks he gets from them shop girls. Oh, well, he's got height, hasn't he? Yes, he? he's got the please, height. He was please, the please, cutest mother, little mother. baby, weren't you? Here, June, do you want to see cute? Oh. How's that at eight months? I've got a picture. Taking oh. his bath. Yeah, look at this little oh, tiny with the Darling, oh, bless. Oh, oh you should see some of my Frankie dressing up in his sister's clothes. Mom, oh, what are you doing? Don't you touch your mother's bag. You're honestly Mum, we're trying to do the interview. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Right. So, Mr. Berry, where do you see yourself in five years' time? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, well, um, I see myself having greater responsibilities, but still having things to learn. Uh, maybe a new car would be nice. Oh, Frankie, tell him that you want a nice office like this one. Uh, can you have a nice room like this one with a big desk like yours, Reginald? Do you like the decor? I helped him choose it. Really? It's very nice. Got the drapes and a desk for a song. Oh, I did a song. Come in. Yeah, sorry to disturb you, Mr. Hoskins, but your next appointment is here. Right, now come on in, Charles. Charles, meet Mr. Berry. Hello, how do you do? Hello. Uh, Mrs. Berry, his mother. How do you do? This is Charles and his mother, Louise. Have you finished with your interview yet? Mother, please. Well, I think it's fair to warn you that there's a lot of competition for this opening. Well, it's understandable. It is a very attractive position. Oh, but he did do very well, didn't he? Well, bye-bye. Not bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, why don't you give it to Barry? He seems like such a nice boy. Reginald, play nice. Reginald. Time was recorded at Track Record Studios in Clapham and Quinn Studios in London and engineered by Ed Lattimore. In the meantime, sketches were written by Andrew Dunham, Kevin Haney, John Hemmings, and Naomi Bowen and featured Andrew Dunham, John Hemmings, Jade Allen, and Naomi Bowen and Kevin Haney. In the meantime, was produced by Mariel Renica Temple and Fran Kirkham 
for the Wireless Theatre Company. Visit www.wirelesstheatrecompany.co.uk for free audio downloads.